All right, here on Dallas Mavericks today, what we offer to you is year-round Mavericks coverage videos almost every single day, like the latest news, rumors, analysis following and before all of these games. Free agency and draft coverage in the offseason, trade rumors over the next month or so with the trade deadline, not even month, like 25 days away. That's why you subscribe. It's free. Don't miss out. Coop and I got you covered here on a daily basis, including right now. He's Jeffrey Cooperstein. I am Harrison Graham. Let's dive in today's episode of Mavericks Today. Sham Sharanya Coop yes. dropping this bombshell that other than Steph Curry, everyone is on the table in Golden State. Could the Mavericks poach a player or two? Yeah, the Warriors are open for business, it seems like. Look, they've really struggled so far this season. They've had a bunch of problems stemming the Draymond Green issues. You've had Jonathan Kaminga publicly calling out Steve Kerr. They're kind of in shambles right now, so... Yeah. It seems like they're willing to uh, to have a shakeup here. And this is just a list of five guys that I would be interested in uh, from the Golden State Warriors. Kevon Looney is a backup big, I think, could yeah. serve a purpose here. Love Jonathan, the talent of Jonathan Kaminga. Moses Moody, he, he's a little more athletic, and he's a bigger guard, so I like him. We're going to focus here on Andrew Wiggins, though, because I really do think he could help the Mavericks. And given his status with the Warriors right now, I think he's an attainable guy. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had his best year. Last year was, you know, there were all kind of rumors. I think we found out his dad got sick or, or something yes. and passed away. Is that correct? Um, or at least he got sick. I'd have to double-check that. But he was away from the team for personal reasons uh, last year um, and just hasn't played as good this year. But, um, you know, if he can get right, he kind of fits what you need. He, he's a versatile wing that can guard multiple spots. Sure. He can shoot the three ball. Um, you know, if, if you could get him back to, I don't know, 80% of what he was the year that he was starting in the All-Star game, which the, is yeah, a, the a, a joke, if we're being honest. Well, the year still. that the Warriors won the title, which was this 21-22 season, he was absolutely awesome. Very good. And he was he, great in the playoffs, too. He was great in the playoffs. He was locking up people at, at the three and the four, averaging 17 points per game, almost 40% from three. But his stats have gone down since then. This year, just averaging almost 12 points per game, less than 30% from three. So he has really fallen off a cliff. And there was a report out there, forgive me, I can't remember who said it, but basically NBA teams view him as a negative asset where the Warriors would have to give away draft picks in order to trade him away. If I'm the Mavericks, I think that's something worth exploring. Yeah, and look, here's what's appealing to Andrew Wiggins, other than what I already said. He's only 28. Yes, So, exactly. like, are we going to sit here and just say that, like, there's no possible way – that, like, he can get at least close to his peak form or, hell, still elevate beyond it. Like, yeah, it feels like 21 is a long way away. But even last year, the splits are still good. He just missed a bunch of games due to those personal issues. So, I, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. You know, we talked about this before the show, and I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. But the more I think about it, like, I'm well, at least it, interested. What here. if it's a trade like this? It's Grant Williams and Rashawn Holmes. That's all you're giving up. You get Wiggins in addition to a second-round pick? Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely be interested in that. And the reason I would is I don't think I would trade Tim Hardaway at this point. I mean, the dude just dropped 41. Yeah, like, we, were, we were just talking right before the show about would you trade Tim Hardaway for Clay Thompson? I don't think you would at this point. No. Thompson is just he, – he's washed and he's a free agent after next season. Uh, and the Hardaway is playing the best ball of his career right now. So, yeah. I, I, think, I think Tim is on this team. I mean, I would do this trade right now. Uh, even without the second, if I'm being honest. Like, 
Grant Williams, like, God bless the guy. I hope he can figure it out. But if he can't, if you can move him in a trade, I think you have to consider that. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, he's dead weight. We know that. Um, I, I think I would take a chance here on a two-for-one, considering Holmes isn't even in the rotation. And even if Andrew Wiggins doesn't pan out that well, okay, is he worse than Grant Williams? Probably not. not. So uh, I think I would do this trade. Type A for accept, D for decline. Let Coop and I know in the comments section below. We'll continue momentarily, but do have to tell you guys about prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy at pricepicks.com. Slash CLNS. Use the code CLNS to get a deposit match up to $100. The NFL playoffs are ongoing. The NBA is playing every single night. Major League Baseball will be back soon. College basketball, you can play fantasy on a daily basis with prize picks, and you just choose more or less on the stat projections. Uh, I like this for divisional round playoff game this weekend in the NFL. Josh Allen always puts up big numbers against the Chiefs. Uh, they don't always beat the Chiefs, but he puts up big numbers, so I like the more on the passing yards there, especially playing at home. Dalton Schultz has been a flat-out weapon for C.J. Stroud. I think that number is way too low. Give me the more on receiving yards. And then Aaron Jones has been on a heater recently, but you got to think the 49ers are going to key in on that running game and uh, try to eliminate some of those play-action type of plays with Jordan Love and force him to be a straight drop-back guy. So I'll go less on his rushing. 10 to win 50 here. Feel good about this one. Made some money this past weekend as well. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use the code CLNS and get started with Daily Fantasy today with prize picks. All right, how about this, Coop? I actually really like the yes. idea of this. Gordon Hayward, this does come from Flip Flop Fish, so take note of take that. It for but what it's worth. Jake Fisher, I actually do think it makes sense, though, in the sense that Gordon Hayward, like, maybe a desperate team at the deadline throws a pick for him or something like that. But his play doesn't really match the contract, but he's still a good player, if exactly. that makes sense. So, like, if he ends up getting bought out, I would love the Mavericks to sign him, man. I mean, look at the numbers there. He's still pretty efficient. Like, you bring him in here, he's a 12 to 15 point score coming off your bench, Coop, or you could start him if you wanted to. You could certainly do a whole lot worse than bringing in a guy like this off the buyout market. Yeah, no question. I'm not giving up any assets for him, but if he's available for a free agent deal and you can get him on a minimum contract, why not? I mean, like you said, still pretty efficient from the from the field, and he can play the two or the three. You can start him or bring him off the bench. He could potentially be in your closing lineup if you need a third option uh, from a scoring standpoint. I would love Gordon Hayward on the buyout market. I think the Mavs will be active on the buyout market as well because they have limited limited assets to use at the trade deadline. So just, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but keep an eye on this one. Uh, I think it could be something worth monitoring. It gives you another mid-range score, which I like, Coop. I mean, other than Kyrie, this is kind of just a, you know, get to the rack or kick out for three yes. type of offense. Obviously, Lucas sometimes, but even he's trying to get downhill or, or he's taking threes for and, the most and part. And an, under, an underrated part of Hayward's game is if Luca's out, Hayward can, can initiate offense and can create a little bit. He's kind of like well. DeMar DeRozan, dude, where, like, if you bring him off your bench, you can run the offense through him. For sure. Like, he, he can do that stuff, so... I like this quite a bit. Um, you know, he's been a good player for a long time. Like, obviously, that injury in Boston kind of catered his ceiling, I Derailed think, since career, then. For sure. uh, but not to the point where he can't play in a playoff rotation. Like, he, he can be an impactful player, I think, at this point in his career for a good team. And I'd like to see him on a good team. He's rotting away in Charlotte. Get him out of there. And uh, I'd love to see him here. I think I'm kind would, of in on it. I think he'd fit in really well. Do you guys want Gordon Hayward in Dallas, yes or no? And He's been linked to Dallas numerous times yes, over the he years. Has. So uh, I do think there would be interest, and uh, I think he would uh, help fill a void. Now, he's not really going to give you a ton of that high-level 
defensive prowess on the wing. He'll give effort. He won't be awful on that end. But, like, he makes this, you deeper. this wouldn't be like a Dorian Finney-Smith type of player where he's going to lock dudes down sometimes. Well, I'll just ask you this. Who would you rather have, Markeith Morris or Gordon Hayward on your team? Yeah, I mean. There right, you go. Quite frankly, like, right now, you're playing in a game seven tomorrow. Who's getting more minutes, Grant Williams or Gordon Hayward? I think it's Gordon Hayward. It might be Gordon I'm Hayward. I'm being for real. So, why for yes and for no on Gordon Hayward? And looking ahead here, Coop, um, Got some interesting games. Lakers are struggling right now. Warriors are struggling right now. That's an opportunity to go on the road and at least split those, if not For win sure. both. Because uh, then you got two really good teams. I know the Suns haven't played great, but they're certainly capable. Boston and Phoenix coming to town before Atlanta does as well. Yeah, and after coming off the heels of a 5-2 and two homestand and the two losses for the Mavericks were two of the three worst losses of the season. They easily could yeah. have been 7-0 and on the homestand, but still went 5-2, and two, so it was solid. Yeah, take advantage of your next five here. You would love to beat both the Warriors and the Lakers on the road. I know it's hard to, to win in both of those places, but it would be huge to get those two wins. Do we expect Luka back tomorrow? I don't expect Luka to play tomorrow. You're looking at maybe the Warriors. I think he comes back against the Celtics. I think he misses the next two. Yeah, so if you miss the next two, you're probably saying, okay, let's split those out west, and then let's come home and win two of the next three at least. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think that's what you're looking at here. And we are exactly 41 games through the season. Mavs sit at 24 and 17, uh, six in the Western Conference right now. This is basically exactly what they were last year at this point. And look, if you project your 48 and 34, that's kind of like right That's exactly where, what, we, what Coop, I said. I'm pretty sure I said 48. Yeah, I mean, I think we were sitting here saying, like, I think if you hit 50, you'd be thrilled. But, like, 46, 47 plus is kind of like, okay, good chance you're avoiding the play. And yes. now we'll see. I You think 48 gets you to the – to a top six? Yeah, I think, I think 48 gets you in the top six. And look, I think Brad Townsend had a great tweet. I wish I actually put this on the show. He said, halfway through the season, we have no idea what the Mavericks are. Are they a legit contender? Are they a team that's going to flame out in the first round? Are they a playing team? We don't know. They're, and that's why I think a trade's coming in some regard, because their best looks like a conference finals team, but their worst looks like a, play, a team that loses in the play. Exactly. So, like – you know, you need to tighten up that consistency a little bit. And I think the way you do that is you add at least one key role player that can, that can help. So uh, we'll see what they do. Obviously, we're going to have it all covered here on the show. So subscribe and predict the Mavs' final record um, in terms of wins and losses. I'll just – I'll play chalk 48-34. I mean, that, they, they seem like a mid-high 40s team right now. Like, they don't seem like a we're going to rally and go 55-27. and 27, but Yeah, and, and this – the schedule gets really difficult. We took a, a look at these next five games. They're not easy, and it gets even harder after that. So they, they are not playing an easy schedule here the second half. Get those records in. We're going to bring you videos almost every single day leading up to the trade deadline, so don't miss out. He's Coop. I'm Harrison. See you next time.